All right, everybody, welcome back to Heath Barn. Hope we're having a great day. This is episode 101. It is called Weekend Sports Review with Voices. So, what we got is we've got the AFC and NFC Championship Games. We've got one person to give their thoughts on each of those four teams. And then we talk about the Illinois men's basketball team and a couple of guys give their thoughts on that with some sports analysis. So voices episode talking sports. So hope you enjoy it. It's a lot of fun and hit it. All right, we back. Episode 101. Start the next 100. We got, uh, it's a Monday night. We got a lot to talk about. There was a lot of stuff going on this weekend with uh, the NFC and the AFC championship games. Uh, Illinois played on Saturday. But, uh, so we're going to talk some sports, but, um, you know, I watched it all all weekend, and I was getting all these texts and everything from all from all these people. So I thought, you know what, I will let them come in and give their thoughts on what happened this weekend in the NFL with uh, the games between the Ravens and the Chiefs and the Lions and the 49ers because uh, a lot of people have a lot of strong opinions about it. So we'll start with that. Then also uh, Illinois, who played. Saturday um, against Indiana. Um, have thoughts on that too. So, uh, you know, a lot going on. So, I guess, ready or not, without further ado, uh, my buddies are going to come in here and talk about these games. Okay, the first person that wants to come in and give his thoughts on the Baltimore Ravens. Um. I'll let him just tell you the score. I mean, for those of you that don't know what happened in the NFL this past weekend, which I'm sure most of you do, but somebody wanted to come in and give their thoughts on the Baltimore Ravens. So, um, our old pal hasn't been on here much lately, but our old pal, Harry is going to come in and here he is now. Have a seat. There you go. Have a seat. All right. There you go. Get that mic set up there. And, he wanted to talk about the Baltimore Ravens. So, Harry, without further ado, you you know you just do you and you go right ahead. And uh, if I need to edit some stuff, I'll edit it. But you go you go right ahead, buddy. Oh, it's been so long since I've been in here. I, I damn near forgot where it was. I about got lost on the way over here. Well, you sure it's because you just or you know. Getting old? No, I know where it is. God damn, I, I found it here. I'm here. And I'm here to talk about the Baltimore Ravens today. No baseball talk. It's not springtime yet. It's still football season. And I got thoughts. I got thoughts on the Ravens, everybody. All right, go ahead. Go for it. I'm, I'm right here if you need anything. But yeah, you, you go right ahead. Commentary by Harry. Well, first of all, here's what's going on. So Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are trying to warm up on one end. And you got Justin Tucker, the kicker, 
Like over there, like touting him, being a pain in the ass and everything. So then we get drama before the game even starts. Justin Tucker, by the way, he sings opera. Were you aware of that? I am. Normally, I would think that you're just making stuff up like you like to do on here sometimes. But that one is true. Justin Tucker is an opera singer. That's crazy, but it's true. And he's a hell of a kicker as well. He is, but why Why over there just poking the bear? You know, just get out of the way. A little gamesmanship before the game starts, you know. So you got Patrick Mahomes kicking Justin Tucker's, uh, the, the the thing that holds the footballs up when you kick him. Play, the holder, placeholder thing, yeah. The holder, yeah, he's kicking it out of the way. Swinging. So you already got drama before the game. True. Then you get out, you know, the, the game starts and, you know, the, the Kansas City Chiefs, they're, they're, they've been to either the Super Bowl or the AFC Championship like five years in a row. So why are you, like, so why are you messing with them, Baltimore? Why are you trying to, like, piss them off right away? So, so Baltimore comes at them and, you know, you got Kyle Van Oy gets a unsportsmanlike conduct. You get another unsportsmanlike conduct. Judge Davian Clowney gets one. Just, you lose your composure. The Ravens lost their composure against the Kansas City Chiefs. And that's not what you want to do when you go up against Patrick Mahomes, everybody. That's true. But what about, what about like, the game plans of both teams? What do you think of those? Well, I mean, the Baltimore Ravens, you never ran the damn ball the whole game. You got... You got Gus Edwards, you know, the guy who liked to vote your uh, fantasy points off of Lamar all year by scoring touchdowns. And, and uh, piss, I know he pissed you off on multiple occasions with the fantasy football. That's true, but, you know, in this situation, I, you know, I agree with you. They should have given him the ball more. Justice Hill got three carries. So your two running backs get three carries apiece. What are you doing? You know, you're playing right into Kansas City's hands. Old uh, Steve Spagnoli over there. You got to give the Kansas City Chiefs defense a lot of credit. But Baltimore... Yeah, Lamar doing all kinds of stuff, and now, and now here we go. So, so, so Lamar does a couple things here. Throws a touchdown to Zay Flowers early in the game, and then they got this uh, celebration where they're taunting all the Swifties. Don't taunt the Swifties. I would not taunt the Swifties if I were you, Baltimore Ravens. You don't taunt the Swifties, and you don't taunt the Kansas City Chiefs. And that's what they were doing after that first touchdown. Okay. Were they doing like a celebration or something? They were doing, yeah, they're doing the celebration. They're doing up in the booth. Where they go swaying back and forth and all this kind of stuff. So there you go again. You're taunting the Chiefs. So then you have that going on. And then the next thing you know, Kansas City, you know, they, they got Kelsey scoring a touchdown. And they're winning the whole game. And then they got Lamar running for his life. And then you got Zay Flowers, the same guy, scored the first touchdown. Makes another big play. And acts like a jackass and gets a taunting penalty. Act like you've been there before, except whoops, you haven't because they're not the Chiefs. Well, and he's a rookie too. That doesn't matter. Were you ever in a close game in high school or college? Get a clue. The moment got too big for you, didn't it there, Zay Flowers? Just like uh, and about two plays later, you catch a ball, you try to go over the, uh, get across the end zone, and they strip the ball from you, punch it away. And there goes a touchdown right there. That's Kansas City Chiefs defense. An experienced defense making great plays. And there's a rookie making another jackass play. Well, it could have happened to anybody. You know, I felt kind of bad for him. Oh, did you? Did you feel bad for him when he slammed down his helmet and cut his fingers so he had to get all bandaged up? Control your emotions and act like you got a brain. Hey, that might be a little harsh. I mean, he's just a rookie. He's very talented. But, yeah, definitely a couple uh, plays that he wished he could have back, I, I would say. Well, that's an understatement. So it just shows me that, you know, I was surprised at uh, the, 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 Ra the the Ravens losing their cool so many times. J Javian Clowney, 
And then you got you try to go off sides on purpose there to knock somebody down. There's so many uh, uncharacteristic plays coming from the Baltimore Ravens, and you don't do that when you've got the Kansas City Chiefs because, you know what, I'm starting to think the Kansas City Chiefs are kind of like, are they going to be like the Patriots, the new, the new Patriots, everybody? Well, I don't know if they are or not, but they're uh, six AFC championships in a row. True. Now they're going to the Super Bowl again when everybody thought it was an off season for them. And here they are going to the Super Bowl again. I agree. You know, Patrick Mahomes is starting to remind me of old uh, Tiger and MJ, if you, if you know what I'm talking about. What do you mean? Like, uh, well, I know that, uh, you know, one of them got in trouble for uh, a lot of affairs and the other one was uh, uh, addicted to gambling. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how they are on the court and on the course. Patrick Mahomes, it's like one of those where back in the day, you saw Tiger wearing his red on Sunday. He was going to win it. Michael Jordan, he'd just walk in the gym and he'd be like, and uh, about 95% of the team said, we're effed. We're effed because Michael Jordan's here. We're going to lose. I'm starting to feel like Patrick Mahomes has the same effect on other teams in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes is here. We're in a lot of trouble, everybody. I agree. I, I mean, I, I don't agree with what you're saying. You don't need to be talking about what they're doing uh, off the field and stuff, but. Yeah, I don't think Patrick Mahomes is uh, banging the uh, hostesses from Perkins and things like that. No, you don't need to talk about that. That's like 15 years old, and that's, you know, coming from... Uh, yeah, don't be talking about Tiger in that way, you know, whatever. I'm just saying, I think that he's married. He's a good guy uh, from uh, by all accounts, so I'm not talking about the off-the-field stuff. You're the one that keeps bringing up all this stuff. I'm talking about him on the field, and he has the same effect on other teams as 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 Tiger and MJ, and I'm taking it to the bank with all that. All right. Okay. But I thought you were just going to talk about the Ravens. Oh, yeah, the Ravens. They just choked on their Peters. I mean, I'll tell you right now. Okay, we don't need to be that graphic about it, but. I mean, it's just, you know, Lamar, not a great game. No running game. Lamar didn't make good plays. Zay Flowers, bonehead plays. The defense, bonehead plays. They just, I'll tell you something. If the offense does anything at all, because the defense did shut down the Chiefs there in the second half, they had it figured out. You know, if, if somebody told the Ravens going into the game, you're only going to give up 17 points, they'd take that in a heartbeat. Agreed, agreed. The problem is, the problem is just that no offense. No offense, too many bonehead plays, and now the Ravens go home and Lamar Jackson, most likely with two MVPs. But you know what? In the NFL, they don't care about that as much as they want rings. you got to get the rings. And Lamar's going to be looking for another one next year, everybody. True, and I bet you he doesn't win another MVP until he gets a ring because, you know, it's all about rings. And if, and if people, no matter what kind of regular season you have, if you've got two MVPs and no rings, I'll bet you those uh, writers, voters, whatever, which a lot of them have no business voting for these things, but they'll uh, they'll make him show something in the postseason before they before they give him every P. I guess I bet you. Is it for you to stay? get together, John? Well, I mean, I'm trying to hang with you. You're in here talking about Peters and whatever else. I'm just trying to you know keep you honest over here. Well, either way, the Ravens go down to the Chiefs. And then they get the whole. Uh, Chicago Cub phrase back in the day. Wait till next year, everybody. The Ravens are done, and I guess that's all my thoughts on them. So you can uh, take this show back over. All right. Well, thank you for coming in, Harry. He's walking out, walking out. All right. Very good, very good. So there was Harry on, uh, on the Ravens. And now for the Chiefs side of this, we've got uh, – hang on. Let me look here real quick.
oh my, we have the president, former president, possibly future president, Donald Trump. President Trump, come on in. He's going to talk about the Chiefs for us. So, there you go. Grab a seat. How we doing, President? I will take it from here, John, because as as you said, I get I, I get my time to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs. You do, you do. By the way, everybody, I'm just letting you know right now, we cannot let Nikki Haley get away with bullshit. Okay, 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 okay. We get it. You said that uh, in the last couple of weeks. I yeah. I'm just letting everybody know. But now when we get to the Kansas City Chiefs, so what the Baltimore Ravens did not understand. That I am the perfect person to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs because you know what they do? What's that? They win. They win. All they do is win, 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 no matter what. Everybody throw your hands up. And they stay there, everybody. And they stay there. And they stay there. Up, down, up, down, up, down. Okay, I get it. I know the song. You like that song? That's all they do. And that's all I do. Now, you got Patrick Mahomes. He's going to figure out a way no matter what. Everybody thought the Chiefs were having a down year. They're going to Baltimore and they get it done. But I will say this about the Chiefs. It was not all about Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. The defense, you know, sometimes the best offense is a good defense. And the defense did an amazing, amazing job against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Wouldn't you agree, John? I would agree. I, I would agree. that It was great, man. The Chiefs defense has been great all year. Uh, kind of overlooked just because of, um, you know, obviously when you got Patrick Mahomes, but the offense this year was was not good, and uh, the Chiefs' defense kept them in a lot of games this year and uh, kind of carried the load for a lot of the season. So they uh, pulled through a lot of credit to their uh, defensive coordinator Steve Spagnola, and they uh, did a great job. All right, but I thought I was I thought this was about me, and I was supposed to be talking about the Chiefs. So please simmer down now. Got to do the simmer down now. Simmer down. All they do is win, 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 no matter what. Now, Travis Kelsey had a great game. 11 catches. Everybody wants to doubt Travis Kelsey, but there he is. He goes off for 11 catches. Still got a lot left in the tank. I agree. The Chiefs, all they do is win. They are winners. They are successful. They put out a great game plan. They have great resources, great game plan, and they go out and they are always successful. And that is exactly what... What this guy right here, President Trump, I want to talk to the third person, but that's all I do. That's what I'm planning on doing again here in 2024. Win, 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 just like the Chiefs. And I'll tell you right now, do not put it past the Chiefs to go win another Super Bowl because Patrick Mahomes, every year he has been a starting quarterback, all six years, he has made it to a, at least the AFC Championship. That is extremely impressive. That is impressive. That You know what? And he's only 28 years old. You put him on this pace, he could possibly even be better than Brady. Yeah, I said it. Wow. Well, let's just, you know, he's got two and Brady's got seven. So we need to slow down with all that. But you have to admit, he's done an amazing pace. He's done an amazing, amazing job. He has. He's been a great quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. I mean, I, I put him after this. And, okay, because every year, uh, well, you can, you were, what were you saying about it earlier? About Every year they've had all those home games. True. All those home games every year where they, you know, they get to, they get the home field advantage, which you work very, very hard for that during the regular season, folks. That's why you have the home field advantage. It's because you have the best record in the, in your conference, and that's why you get home field advantage. But this year they did not. They did not have an ideal regular season, but you know what? Two road games, not a problem for the Chiefs. Here they are, back in the Super Bowl, back in the Super Bowl, Andy Reid, Andy Reid. Reminds me of a, just a big jolly, just a big jolly Santa Claus. 
over there with this mustache. Did you see the did you see the game where his mustache was frozen? I did. It was frozen. It was it was uh yeah, almost, I felt bad for everybody having to deal with all that cold. But Well, you know what? It's not that big a deal because I'll tell you right now, there are people dealing with uh, much, much worse circumstances in the world right now. Hey, okay, sorry. I was just, you know, I didn't mean it like, I wasn't trying to, uh, you know, make a, make light of. I know, I know, I'm just saying. So here we go. Now, you know what? Right now on the TV, I got sidetracked for a second because your boy, Darren Williams, they're showing the 100 greatest plays. It's some so, something on YouTube, and your boy Darren Williams just made a three at the buzzer. It was it, it was a great play. It was a great play. But let's come on, let's focus. So here we go now. Kansas City Chiefs, great defense, lockdown defense, lockdown Lamar, lockdown all of them. Zay Flowers, uh, whoops a daisy, whoops a doodle. But the Chiefs, that's what they do. Like I said. It's like that song by Coolio. All I do, it's not by Coolio, man. You're way off. It's like that song by Earth, is it Earth, Wind, and Fire? No, it's not Earth, Wind, it's not even close. I don't know, like a Rick, Rick, Rick James? Rick James, no, no, just stop guessing. Rick Ross? Yeah, okay, mate, yeah, just, just stop either way. Whether you're right or not, just stop guessing. That's what they do. They win, 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 just like me. And I feel like I put, uh, I, I gave the best analysis ever. Did you? Because you didn't, uh, you know, you didn't really, you did, you did okay. Okay? Yeah, best analysis ever. I'll tell you what, you keep telling me things are okay, I will not come back to the barn again. Because I know your, I, uh, my, your ratings, uh, you know, it's all about whether uh, Trump daddy's on your pot or not. Well, uh, can't argue with that, you know, you're, you're a ratings guy. But So I will, okay, I will say right now, Kansas City Chiefs, model of excellence, just like me. Trump daddy out. Okay. Thank you. There he goes. There he goes. There he goes. He's got a lot on his plate here come er, right now and and uh, in the future too. So we've got that done now. On to the second game. 49ers versus Lions. Okay. Now, for the 49ers, we're going to go ahead and bring in now, again, here comes, I'm guessing, language. I'm not going to try to change him at this point. He's been on here so many times. We just had an exclusive interview with him that I uh, hope you all enjoyed. If you haven't heard it yet, it's episode 97. But uh, he's coming back to give his thoughts on the 49ers. It is guy with a lot of, been getting a lot of attention lately, a lot of con- controversy. Sorry, why am I? I was going to say controversy, but controversy. It is Cat Williams, Cat. How you doing? Well, it is great to be back in the barn, and I do have me some thoughts on the San Francisco 49ers, okay? Yeah, I'm sure you do. So, you watched the game. Of course I watched the motherfucking game. Why would I come on here if I didn't watch the game? Okay, why why you got to get all fired up in here? Like I said, I saw you on that three-hour podcast, and you never raised your voice or got mad or nothing. You were just speaking, you know, what you thought. What do you mean what I thought? Yeah, I mean, you were just telling your telling your story, telling your truth or whatever, but you weren't in there yelling and screaming. Why you got to yell and scream in here? It's the atmosphere, and I got to be honest. When I, when I think about all this shit, I get fired up, okay? So the San Francisco 49ers are playing the Detroit Lions, okay? Now, I'm just supposed to focus on the 49ers, so I guess I will say this. They got their asses handed to them in the first half, okay? They were down 24-7. to 7. Now, I will not discuss 
some of this shit the team they're playing against did because somebody else is going to discuss that. But I, say, but I will say this. Yeah, go ahead. They were down 17 points at halftime. And they came all the way back to whoop that ass. And went 34 and went 34 to 24, okay? Now, I will say this. Brock Purdy, everybody wants to talk shit about him, saying he's a game manager and this and that, whatever. That motherfucker played a great game, okay? True, true, true. He played good. He was running the ball. Motherfucker needs to learn how to slide or he's going to get his head taken off. But he made a lot of good throws. Debo made big plays. Brandon Ayuk let the ball bounce off that motherfucker's head. And he just caught it and went damn near right into the end zone. Okay? So everybody played good. Now the 49ers, though, they should be thanking the lucky stars for some of the stupid shit that went on with the other team. But I will let that other, the other team, again, I'm not supposed to be talking about them. I'm supposed to be talking about the 49ers. Okay? So. 49ers go to the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. All that shows is that don't mean shit. If you can play ball, you can play ball, okay? It does not matter whether you get drafted or if you get drafted at all, okay? If you can play, you can play. CMC still a badass motherfucker. You got Debo, you got George Kittle, you got Brandon Ayuk, you got all kinds of weapons. Now the defense, the defense needs to step it up a little bit against the Chiefs or else the Chiefs will stop a mud hole in their ass and you do not have a bit against Patrick Mahomes. Am I right, boo-boo? That is, that is correct, yes. But, down 24-7, you can say whatever you want if they got help from that other team or whatever by some of their stupid-ass decisions and some of their... <coughs> okay, we get it, we get it. But I will say this. The 49ers have earned this, earned the right to play in the Super Bowl, and they're going to go to Vegas, and they better hope that they keep their shit together during that week, because I tell you right now, you go to Vegas for a week, you can get your motherfucking ass in some serious shit, okay? So you got... I tell you right now, the Shanahan, he better have them on lockdown for a week because I tell you, lots of shit to do down there and it's not all good, okay? In fact, most of it is not good. It is debauchery at its finest, okay? So you better keep that shit tightened up for a week, Shanahan, if you're going down there to Vegas, okay? But the San Francisco 49ers, a big win for them, a huge comeback for them, and they are off to the Super Bowl to play the Kansas City Chiefs. And I will make my pick. Uh, oh, you're going to have a pick for the Super Bowl? Yes, but I got I got to watch more film, okay, Bobo? Because I'm not sure yet. Oh, really? So who who, who are you going to give your pick to? Where you got to watch an out or you know like watch uh, film and do all that kind of stuff? I'm coming back in here, bitch. I'm gonna come back up in here and get my pick. Eh? Well, if you want to, sure, no problem. All right. Well, I will be back here maybe for the next part to get my pick for the Super Bowl. And in the meantime, 49ers. Whoop that ass on the Detroit Lions, and it's the Detroit Lions. It's one of the biggest fuck ups I've I've seen since like probably since the Atlanta Falcons fucked up the Super Bowl against against uh, Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. Well, that's probably accurate, but again, all right. So, all right. Well, let's do our handshake here, and I'm out, motherfuckers. Okay, thanks. Language, language, language with that fella. Okay, so. Now, uh, last but not least here with the NFL stuff, um, hang on a second here. Let me, he is, uh, he's still outside waiting just a second. To talk about the Lions. Let's see how this goes. We're bringing in uh, the macho man, Randy Savage. So, he has not been in here in a long time. It's almost like his throat gets sore after he talks for a while. It's weird. But we're going to give it a shot tonight. So the macho man, here he is entering the barn. There he is. There he is. It's Randy. 
All right. Try not to be too harsh, okay? But, uh, Randy, what'd you think of the Lions yesterday? Oh, let me tell you something. I liked it a lot in the first half. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Liked it a lot in the first half. Yeah. We get to the second half. I wonder what was talked about at halftime. Yeah. It's almost like all of them collectively pooped in their pants. Yeah. Collectively. Collectively pooped in their pants. Yeah. Is that what you think happened? I think maybe the moment got a little big for everybody. Yeah. Head coach included. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's, that's... Honestly, that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, First of all, yeah. You've been going for it for fourth down all year. Yeah. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But I'll tell you right now. You get to the NFC Championship. Yeah. Almost to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You're up 24 to 10, yeah, in the third quarter. You're in field goal range and it's fourth down. Yeah, you decide to go for it. Doesn't work. The ball goes right back to the Niners, yeah. And then you, the Niners go deep. Your cornerback goes back and the ball literally bounces off his helmet, yeah. Right into the hands of Brandon Ayuk, yeah, and he almost scores a touchdown, yeah. And then the Niners get in there, 24-17, yeah. And then they just keep chipping away, yeah. And then the unforced airs just keep on building up and building up, yeah. Josh Reynolds, yeah. Drops two passes in crucial situations, yeah. But back to when it was 24 to 10, yeah, and you're in field goal range, yeah. It's fourth down, yeah. You're in field goal range. In the NFC Championship, just the macho man's opinion, yeah. If you're in field goal range and you got a chance to go up three possessions in the third quarter of the NFC Championship, you try the field goal, yeah. You make that, you're up 27 to 10, yeah. Halfway through the third quarter, you're up three possessions. But instead, what do we do? We decide to go for it. On fourth down, you don't get it. The ball bounces off your cornerback's helmet right to Ayuk. And the next thing you know, it's 24-17. And then we're going for it again on fourth down. And then things start to snowball, yeah. Things start to snowball for the Detroit Lions, yeah. And that's when everybody starts collectively pooping in their pants, yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, <clears throat> I honestly think that you're describing it pretty well so far. Uh, I think the moment got too big for all of them, yeah, including the coach. Yeah. It's almost like they were like, oh, shit, we may go to the Super Bowl. We better stop dropping the ball. We better start fumbling. On, we better start doing everything wrong. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry, that made me cough. I agree. I, it, was, uh, it wasn't good, but um, not good. Not good at all. Yeah. And I feel the worst for all those fans in Detroit. Yeah, but you could just tell. C.J. Gardner, yeah, they go up 21-7. It's only the second quarter. He's waving to the crowd, yeah. Not smart. Act like you've been there before. Oh, yeah. Just like the macho man's been to the top of the mountain. The Detroit Lions have not. And you could tell by the way they were acting, yeah. Yeah, I know. That was very silly. I thought, like, it's like, dude, it's in the second quarter. There's so much time left and so many things could happen. I agree, I agree, yeah, you gotta act like you've been there before, you gotta act like you can't let the moment get too big for you, just like I did not.
Whenever I won my first WWF title, yeah, in the tournament at WrestleMania 4, yeah, the moment did not get too big and I took advantage of it. Next thing you know, I'm wearing the title, yeah. And that's the same thing the Lions, they had the chance. It was right there in front of you. But the moment got just a little bit too big, yeah, I think it did, yeah. Dan Campbell, you went for it too much. Just be great, should have just been grateful. But oh, those, all that gambling, gambling Dan, oh, the gambling got you there. But tell you what, every situation's different. In that situation, you kick the field goal and take the points, yeah. Yeah, I agree. You go up 27-10 with like eight minutes to go in the third, you're looking pretty good. And uh, he did not, and it turned into 24-17, and then it just went from there. Got to tell you, though, you know, uh, great season for the Lions. They should be very proud of how they made it. The only problem is you never know when you're going to get back. Yeah, everybody thinks it's so easy to get back there. It is not easy. You had a chance right there to put the hammer down and go to the Super Bowl, and I think everybody's holes just poker up a little bit too much. Yeah, you don't have to be that graphic about it. You could have just said, you You said like the moment got too big for him twice. Why'd you have to get all graphic? Well, that's kind of what happens. Like literally, literally your butthole pokers up. Yeah. Oh, did it just happen? I'm just saying they had their chances and they let them slip away. And uh, you never know when you can get back to those opportunities. Yeah, so the Lions need to go back to the drawing board. Feel bad for all the fans. Yeah, but uh, going to be a great Super Bowl with the Chiefs and the 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. You got a pick for that yet? Well, I know one thing, uh, you never bet against Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is kind of like the Randy Savage version in the NFL, yeah. Takes no prisoners, yeah. Never counted out, yeah. Symbol of excellence, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's true. But at the same time, the Niners are pretty good, too, so who knows, yeah, the macho man not ready to make a prediction yet. Yeah, but I'll see you this right now. I was supposed to give my analysis on the Lions. Long story short, you had a beat, and you pissed it away. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Randy. Uh, <coughs> why do I have to cough every time Randy talks? It's crazy. Um, all right. Well, there goes Randy. Uh, I have to say, uh, you know, I agree with a lot of what he said. So, um, now there's one more thing left for us to talk about. Um, we covered the four games in the NFL. Now, uh, I usually like to talk about Illinois hoops. Today, <clears throat> I'm going to hand it over to, we'll see how this goes, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, hand over the uh, Illinois commentary to Beavis and Butthead. So, uh, quite a duo there. So, they are going to talk about um, the Illinois games against Northwestern and Indiana. <clears throat> I don't think that they'll give quite the in-depth analysis that I would, but uh, we'll see We'll see how they do. So, here they come. Two chairs for these fellers. All right. Ready to talk some Illinois hoops, guys? Uh, yeah, let's talk some Illinois hoops or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to talk some Illinois hoops. You know, these uh, like these guys. You know, they've they've had a couple games here, and uh, you know, and everybody wants to hear our thoughts on 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 uh, on the the Illinois men's basketball squad. So let, let's just go ahead, buddy. You know, let's, let's go ahead and get it going. Uh, settle down, Beavis. I, I so I uh. 
they went to Northwestern or something, and uh, like uh, missed like too many damn layups and couldn't like plenty defense or something. <sighs> yeah, it's like you know, you know, they, they you know, went to overtime and then you know they they gave, ended up giving up like so many points in overtime. They get it was ninety six to ninety one, but had but uh you know uh, just just just. You know, just just a lack of defense, and you know, uh, to miss too many layups, and uh, you know, I I tell you right, I, I'll, I'll tell you something else. So, uh, uh, about heads, like you know, I I thought that certain things were good. You know, they're, they're still trying to uh, get get Terrence Shannon going since his suspension. Now he's back, but uh, uh damn, Beavis, <laughs> look at you, listen to your an- analysis or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, it's like Terrence Shannon is to get like uh, you know, back uh, in the offense, and everybody's kind of like uh, getting their roles, like kind of like redefined, you know, things like that since uh, since he's back. So you know, it's gonna take a little bit of time, but uh, you know, but I think I think they're gonna be okay in the long run. <sighs> Whatever, Beavis. <sighs> I like uh, Marcus Dumask. <laughs> Marcus Dumask. <sighs> yeah, but you know, I think it's uh, Dumask. <laughs> I think I think it's I think it's Dumask, but <sighs> Whatever. Dumbask. Uh, yeah. So, like, Marcus Dumbask is, like, a really good player or something. He's, like, a, a good mid-range game and is, like, a, like, a, like a very good scorer in the Big Ten and is, like, a big and, like, uh, physical and uh, has, has plays a very big uh, role in on this Illinois offense or something. Yeah, it's like uh, Dumbask is, you know, he's great, you know, and uh, – you know, I gotta tell you something though. I when I, was, when I was talking to John, you know, I, I kind of agree. You know, I I know Coleman Hawkins does some things good, but I I just you know I just I I, I can't stand him. You know, I don't I don't know what it is about him, but I know what it is. He acts like a dumbass, <laughs> not dumbass, <sighs> dumbass. It's like uh, it was like a really close game in the second half or something, and he like made a three pointer, and he's like running down the court like blowing kisses to the crowd or something instead of like. Getting back on defense like he's supposed to, or something like it's like. Sometimes I just wish he'd uh, shut up or something. It's like he's constantly like talking and like uh, bitching at the refs or like talking to the other team or doing something stupid. And I wish he'd just like shut up. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You know, it's like <clears throat> it's like he'll do something good and it is he just he. It, I can't think of one time all year that I've seen him like do something good and just like run back on defense without doing some. Well, he's got antics. It's like it's his antics, butthead. He does. He's got like antics or something, and it's like it's like it's not cool, and other teams don't like it, and like I'll bet you his teammates don't like it either very much or something. Probably not. You know, it's like everybody talks about how connected these guys are or something. You know, but it's like if he keeps doing this, I wonder if like some of these guys will just eventually just. Want to kick his ass or something? Just kick his ass. Yeah, I, I wonder too, cause it's like it's getting old, and it's like I just think that I think he's talented, but it's like when he does something good, then he'll like think that he's really good at it, and he'll try to keep doing it, and it's like and it's like he can't do it, <laughs> like shoot off the dribble or like or like. And I'll tell you something else too, but uh, butthead or Beavis. Yeah, what's that? Oh, I know what you're gonna talk about. It's post defense. Yeah, it's like everybody talks about how what a great defensive player he is, but it's like if you ever watch him like guard the post or something, it's like he gets his ass kicked down there like on a regular basis or something. Yeah, I know. It's like 
Like, one-on-one post-defense, it's like, he is this. It's not his forte. Like, yeah, he's active down there. He'll get around. He'll bat some balls. He'll block some shots. He'll get some steals and stuff. But if you feed the post and Coleman Hawkins is guarding you, pretty good chance they're going to score. Because, like, his post-defense, one-on-one post-defense, is uh, kind of like, subpar, wouldn't you say, butthead? Subpar. <laughs> I would. I would say it is subpar, but it's like... They beat the Indiana Hoosiers, though, 70-62, to but it's like, did not look very good. So, Terrence Shannon uh, is still not back to being like the Terrence Shannon pre-suspension uh, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel like I hope it's just a matter of time, though, before everything gets back to normal, you know. Like, I hope so, too, but it's like, and something else, like Underwood, uh, where the hell was Quincy Garrier in the second half last game? Don't make me call you a Dumbass, we're not playing Quincy Garrier. <laughs> I, I I agree, but I like Quincy Garrier is great. He's a kind of a glue player, averaging almost like a double double. And you know, sometimes I wish he'd take out Coleman Hawkins out and let uh, Quincy Garrier guard the guard the best post player. But you know, I mean, Quincy Garrier when I was like you know like 16, 17 minutes left, never came back in. So that was I thought I found that pretty strange, butthead. <sighs> I did too, uh, Beavis, because it's like uh, he usually plays like almost the whole game, and it's like he's a great player and and. Uh, Again, he's kind of like a glue guy for the squad. So the fact that he didn't play like, uh, like at all in the second half, and Ty Rogers didn't play much either. And it's like I like Ty Rogers a lot too. So it's like uh, Underwood, like uh, don't screw up the rotations. <laughs> maybe uh, Beavis. Maybe we should ask uh, Underwood if like we could like sit on the bench and like help with the rotation or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. You know, we can like go and be like, hey Underwood, get your shit together, <sighs> Beavis. I don't think we could, like, be that mean, but we could, like, come on, come on, Underwood, like, put in Gary, you know, it's like, put in Gary, yeah, it's like, it's like, maybe we could sit by Dane Danger or something, yeah, yeah, Dane Danger, Danger Danger, <laughs> yeah, it's like, so anyways, uh, like, those are our thoughts on Illinois basketball right now at the moment or something, and we think that, like, they're, like, 15 and 5, Overall, in like six and three in the conference or something, but I do feel like uh, Underwood's like going to be under the microscope in the NCAA tournaments this year because he's like completely turned around the Illinois program. But at the same time, they haven't made it to the second weekend yet, so it's like uh, if they don't like make it to the second weekend this year, I think that Underwood will catch a lot of uh, crap or something. I agree, but because like you know. You had the one seed a couple years ago, and you got beat by Loyola when you had Io, you know, and Kofi, and you were the one seed, and you got beat then. Last year, you go out in the first round. So it's like, this year, I think last year they were a four seed or a five seed, I think. This year, you know, with all these guys and all this experience on this team, if you can't make it to the second weekend, I, I think it's fair to, to, to for Underwood to catch a lot of uh, scrutiny and, uh, and, and um, you know, I wouldn't necessarily be, uh, be on the hot seat, butthead, but I think that it may, maybe, uh, you know, something where it would be three years in a row where they haven't uh, let – like, uh, uh, met expectations, so it's like, you know, I think that uh, this is a big year for Underwood. <sighs> Ditto. <laughs> so, like, John, uh, did you like our Illinois analysis or something? I did, it was good. Nice work, fellas. Uh, what do you guys got playing the rest of the evening? <sighs> it's like, we can't watch MTV anymore because it's like, <sighs> it's like no music on it or something, so it's like, We'll probably just like probably try to like pick up some chicks or something. Yeah, yeah. We'll probably, we'll probably try to pick up some chicks. All right. Well, Godspeed. All right. 
Thank you, fellas. All right. There they go. They're out. So, well, there you have it. So, they, I had some folks come in. We talked about some football and some Illinois. Would have had somebody come and talk about Cardinals, but not to talk about. They've done a few little BS, little transactions, but nothing of note. Nothing worth discussing on this podcast. So, uh, anywho, fun little episode. Thanks, everybody, for coming in. Um, next episode will be on Thursday night, coming out. Um, thank you all for listening. And that's that. <laughs>